This is Aisle 42. Okay, here we go. This is the first episode, and we're jumping right in with Susie York, one of the most energetic and inclusive humans on the planet. She's the founder and now board member of the wildly popular snack bar company, Love Good Fats, and she's the co-founder of a new functional snack brand called 4X Better Chocolate. In this episode, Susie takes us behind the scenes of the low sugar, healthy fat movement, talks through the benefits of a fiber and protein packed diet, and how vitamins, nutrients, and minerals can transform our chocolate cravings into something that's actually better for us. Susie also dives into some really interesting nuances around sustainability and how her team works directly with cocoa farmers to make delicious chocolate that we can all be proud of. This 11-time Ironman athlete is deeply committed to making good food for people and the planet, and I know that you're going to love listening in. Okay, here we go. Let's talk about the future of food with Susie York from 4X Better Chocolate. Susie, you and I have met a couple of times briefly at food shows, but your legend precedes you. I think everyone in the food business talks about you like you're some sort of secret magician or whatever. However, before we dive into your products and what you make that's so good for people and the planet, I want to ask you a bit of a warm-up question. If you were to imagine the perfect grocery store, what would it look like? Oh, it's a big loaded question. I'm certainly a lover of shopping. I really, really enjoy the grocery shopping experience. So I think the perfect store has to be way more than just having the products that you like in an easy way to shop. You know, it has to be a kind of full five senses experience, make it really, really easy to find the healthiest foods, the best combination of foods have, you know, visual appeal to be able to see what's what and get fresh and get frozen and get some packaged foods, but that are easy to understand and pick and choose in an environment that's really, really enjoyable. So I think there's more and more stores uh, in Quebec, for example, you walk in and there's pâtés and a whole bunch of homemade soups and homemade everything. Really the combination of all of that novelty, flavorful stuff, rich stuff. You know, I'm a I'm a fats girl. Bring me the butter and bring me the cream and bring me the, you know, the, the meat fats. So have the ability to have to see all of these great products and packaging that you can literally see and smell and even taste the foods. Like if you really want to just be able to immerse yourself. There's stores that are getting closer and closer to that, but the mass stores still have, you know, pouches of this and boxes of that and cans of this. So we have ways to go. I like how you said immersive, uh, the idea of it being almost a cultural experience or a culinary experience as much as it is a transactional one could be really beautiful. Yep. All right, let's get back a little bit quickly. You've been in the consumer packaged goods world for a lot of years at the age of 51. I think you struck out on your own and created a protein snack bar company, Love Good Fats. Yes, I did. Age 50, a big, bold move back then. I kind of look by, like back, think I'm a little bit crazy. But yes, after about 25 years, five multinationals, I had like many, maybe late bloomer entrepreneurs, the triple excuses. Oh, I don't have an idea. I don't have time. My kids are too young. Oh, you know, you can't be a mom entrepreneur when your kids are young and I don't have money. So 
But I smashed through those barriers as I read a book, A Big Fat Surprise, and then I was doing fractional CMO, so part-time marketing VP uh, CMO role. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute, I can do this. There's, you know, founders here, you know, in Toronto and in Canada and the U.S. and I'm working as their right hand. I can do this. So the combination of the different dynamics aligned. And uh, I think I just started like a little bit, like a lot naive versus what I know now. I just, you know, was walking around with my PowerPoint and saying, hey, I'm doing, you know, consulting. And if you need help for as a, you know, VP of marketing, CMO, look, this is my portfolio. This is what I can do to help your brand in the natural space. And these are all the brands I've helped. Oh, and by the way, I have this little idea. And then I would open up my little PowerPoint, uh, very basic, you know, no fancy graphics, uh, mostly more strategic plan and some of the basics. And uh, everyone wanted to talk about my startup idea. And after about 200 meetings, everyone, I was like, well, like, would you do this? Of course, everyone was like, oh, yes, yes, it's a great idea. Because, you know, 2016, 2017, fats were not at the forefront. And then I would ask the follow-up question. If it was your money and you're taking your kids retire your kids' university fund to temporarily fund your startup, would you do it? And then, you know, most of the time there's a pause. And most of the time, all but one person said yes. You know, it's a big idea, Susie. And and back then the entrepreneurial world was not set up the way it's set up now. You know, now I started Founders Helping Founders. There's a lot of incubators in the U.S. There's, you know, thousands of founders versus 2016 and 17. There was a handful of, of little brands that kind of took off. So it was starting to be like, oh, wait, there's, you know, a little brand Vega in Vancouver and RX Bar. And there's little brands that suddenly are taking off. But that was the exception. So I kind of launched in a time where you didn't know how painful it is to launch a brand. Now I think there's, you know, thousands of founders across Canada and the US who are like, yikes, it's hard, it's expensive. So I kind of had the gift of being a bit naive in terms of the hardship of uh, and the risk associated, but the brand was so good. You know, the product was so incredible and so good. That's amazing. Let's talk about that brand quickly for a second because it ties into a really key ingredient, fats. Now, when I first saw that brand years ago, I'm like, that's bold to actually put yeah. the word fat right on it. But it's it's really, you help bring fat into the front of consumers' minds. I know, it, you know there's lots of inspirations that you've had for it, but just putting it into the brand name, putting it into the bar and just saying fat is important. How key was that to connecting with consumers and solving problems? Absolutely. Fun, yeah. Fundamental. The tension that came with being the first brand in North America with the word fat, one of the few brands, there's a few that try to copy, clean that, that, but not a lot of brands. You know, a lot of brands went keto in their brand name, but not fats. The tension that came with boldly putting, you know, love good fats, or it was Susie's good fats at first in Canada, as the brand name was a key, key part of the success. I had the triple P's, like what I teach at my founders, helping founders group. I had an amazing positioning between the brand name and what the brand stood for, which is ridiculously delicious, good for you, portable snacks. 
Uh, number two, the product inside, like I have dozens and dozens of videos. You can just go in, on Facebook on the Love Good Fats page and go to the old videos. I would literally walk into store to store. I would grab the staff that's in the bar set and I would have them taste the product. And then like half of them would be like, are you sure you want this on video? Because I might not like it, right? Because there's a lot of bars that don't taste good. So, you know, often the staff is like, I don't want to taste it. And no, you know, okay. And then they're like, literally the eyes open up. Like it's a truffle melting. All of the fats, imagine, gets in your mouth, explosive, dynamic with your taste buds and all of the richness that comes with having fat melt. You don't need sugar when you have fat. Like it's just multiplies the taste. And then we had, you know, a decent price. We were a little premium bar, but not too much. So I kind of had, you know, the triple piece. Now I launched before keto. So I launched in 2017. The buyer at Walmart came across my brand four months into it. And she said, I want to be the first brand in all of North America with PDQ. So, you know, cardboard with a display in my stores in Canada with the word keto. So that was only eight months after I launched. So definitely, you know, I had the good luck of timing, which often can make or break a brand. I launched, I read Nina's book and it's kind of cause and effect. You know, I read Nina's book and I'm like, oh my God, I got goosebumps. I'm like, there's another marketer in North America who's going to read the book and have the exact same idea I have. So I got really nervous. I was getting off the plane and going to Natural Product Expo West. All I was doing in the show was like, oh my God, I know the secret. Who else knows it? And I'm walking the show and there was um, a fat cream brand. So it was called fat something. It was creams and it's like, it actually smelled like cow fat. Like it was, anyway. Okay. So I'm like, that's interesting. Lots of tallow, lots of ghee, lots of full fat yogurts, lots of full fat butters, uh, full fat. Everything was starting in 17, 18 like, so I just, the trend, like it just cause and effect, you know, the book came out, then all these doctors started publicizing the science that they had, all this money went into more clinicals, the low carb group of scientists started doing get togethers three times a year. So the experts of around the world were getting together in, in the US. So I went to like five of their conferences and all they were doing is sharing all the research on high fat diets and then keto. It was crazy because now, you know, wait a minute, we're fielding research on Alzheimer's and cancer. And of course, weight loss, you know, you move to a high carb diet and you start a keto diet. Like it's incredible the transformation you can get. You can reverse your diabetes. That's been proven in double blind clinicals now, three years post. Uh, the results have been sustained. Like it's just, it was just like, it's too good to be true. And I had worked as a VP of marketing and weight loss for 10 years. So I knew, you know, and back when I was a VP of marketing, there was 55% obesity levels in the US. And now we were like seven years, six years later, and it was like 70%. So I knew the problem was getting bigger and bigger. And then suddenly, you know, we're allowed to eat fats again. And I was pissed off. Like, I didn't eat fats for 20 years. <laughs> like, I was trying to lose 20 pounds. I didn't eat fats for 20 years. I'm from Quebec. I grew up on butter and eggs and cheese and rich sauces and red stew, red meat stews. And then I don't eat fat for 20 years because I'm doing Ironman. I'm trying to stay lean, you know, like trying to, you know, oh my goodness gracious. And then I read a book and it says like, no, 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 that was all wrong. You know, like we we're all misled for 40 years. So I was, I was fired up. 
And you are now. It's <laughs> awesome. All right. So now in present day, you've started something new again, and you have a co-founder in Ecuador and you guys are focusing on functional chocolate and that on the go brand. 4X Better Chocolate. It's flying out of the gate. You're doing a lot of good things right down to the farmers. When you talk to shoppers about this indulgent chocolate, where do you start? I mean, there's just so many things that you have going on. But when you're at the sampling table and you're talking to people about their snacking, about their love for chocolate, because it's a passionate love many people have, like, where do you start with your story and with your product? That's definitely a challenge. As a marketer, I've been told and I've learned and I've coached that you have to have single-minded benefits. And I go and I launch a brand that literally has, you know, 10 different benefits. At the core, my mission now is to get the word out that a, a bean to bar, fair trade, pure chocolate with zero grams of sugar added is what real chocolate should be. It's healthier for you. You have more adaptogens, more flavonoids. It's a healthier, better chocolate. It's better for the farmers and it's better for the planet. So it's really about taste first and foremost. If you taste a bean to bar with beans from Ecuador and South America grown in the little farms, they're really backyard gardens off the families, and you don't add all of the sugar, you don't process it with alkali, like all the big companies, because I have to have, you know, a Mars bar has to take like a Mars bar. So you have to add the processing agents and then you add the natural and artificial flavors so that that chocolate which is really 50% sugar tastes like that brand you don't need to do any of that if you buy at the source and in a single source way the beans from the same part of you know a south american countries peru Colombia, Ecuador, all have magic happening in their beans. And then ours are roasted on site, and then they're conched and tempered, all bean to bar in one little facility. So it comes out of the little uh, craft factory, so little like craft beer, but craft chocolate, and they come out, you know, wrapped the chocolate is probably good for five years, but it's like two years life. But you literally get this on a little ocean freight. Ten days later, it's in, in Montreal. And it's a pure dark chocolate outside, milk chocolate inside, infused with vitamins, protein, fiber. So that's your bean to bar trade bean process. To bar. That right on your package, like yep. bean to bar, very unique. Yeah. You know, the other thing that blew me away is... I didn't know any of this, right? And until I've been down in Ecuador, you know, five trips of 10, 10 to 14 days each. And I was a chocoholic. Like I was kind of proud. I'm, you know, from Quebec. I do Iron Man. So therefore I can indulge in chocolate and that's my vice. However, chocolate is really half sugar and all of the flavonoids, the antioxidants that are one of the most powerful antioxidants, as good as any other superfood. You know, we call, it's called a superfood. So we put it on our new packaging. It's called, you know, cacao superfood because it's qualified as a superfood because of how many antioxidants and flavonoids. We didn't know, like the ancient uh, tribes knew the richness of cacao and they drank it and they made different mixtures and then they figured out, Europe figured out you can add sugar and it tastes pretty good. Once you start eating a bean to bar with zero grams of sugar added, that's been done well, not, there's like some not good tasting NSA's chocolates out there, no sugar added. 
I can't go back now and eat, you give me any milk chocolate with tons of sugar, I won't even enjoy it. So my taste buds have totally, totally changed. Like I literally would do my bike ride with the goal of eating my milk. I had milk chocolate every day for nine years. My goal was, okay, you know, I get to have my milk chocolate today. Now that milk chocolate, even the most expensive ones, the brands that we all know about there, I won't even touch it because the taste experience, my taste buds now are craving the authenticity of the cacao of a pure chocolate. So now I just want to get the word out. So I wrote a book. It's coming out uh, momentarily. I think I have it on all of my packaging. Yeah, I've, I've kind of put the little little book here. There's a little scannable code. So you can just go on our website and you can scan. And I talk about the story. You know, chocolate, like many foods, like coffees, and many foods has a sad story, right, of abuse, of abuse of of the farmers and children and the planet and the fields and learning the hard way. And now we have entities like Fair Trade. It's Fair Trade Month, so my post today was on Fair Trade. But I'm trying to do my part to get the word out. And the big thing I'm trying to do is bean to bar. There's, despite thousands of great marketers in North America, there's no other marketer that's done what I'm trying to do is to get the word out that a bean-to-bar product will be more antioxidants, healthier, tastier, better for the fields, better for the families, better for the farms. So that's my my next mission, to change the world. <laughs> I like how you go when you get on, man. I, you're just hitting all my questions. It's, <laughs> taking, taking my job away from me. I love it. It's fantastic. Talk to me about eating occasions, like who's really uh, diving into your chocolate snacks? Like when are people consuming it? What's sort of some of the play there? Well, it's really interesting. The other kind of forefront thing we're doing is function versus flavor. So as a marketer, a brand builder, I've worked on so many brands. I know about flavor and love good fats. I absolutely know you launch a peanut butter chocolate, you know, a coconut, uh, a double chocolate. Like there's the basics that you have to launch. That's just kind of what consumers want. You can have some niche flavors, but they're going to be niche. No, go with the basics so that people can try and there's flavor profiles. But here I have function. So I have the function of a pure chocolate with protein, the protein me. And the protein me is infused with eight grams of protein per small little 40 gram portion and glucomannan fiber. And they all have MCT oil because that's the best oil out there for your brain, et cetera. And you feel full longer. So you have the function of a filling pure chocolate snack. No one's ever done that, a functional chocolate. But I also had the function of energy. So infused with some B12 and some caffeine in an espresso flavor. And I have the function of just, you know, a baby multivitamin. It's called vitamin me. It's the purple box. And then um, the function of beauty me, which is infused with biotin. And we're just adding collagen to it. So function versus flavor, you can see quickly a matrix of like 10 different ideas. We had to be choiceful. We know that consumers start with flavor, but we also have a brand that has function. That's amazing. So your brand name, 4X Better Chocolate, is really coming to life with vitamins and supplements and protein and fiber and fatty and oil and, uh, and all these things. Like just, they really layer up. It's amazing. Yep. 
What's been the sustainability journey for you and your team? What changes are you looking to down the road? I know focusing on the farmers and that being a process, like that being a bar process, that's remarkable. What other kind of things are you guys looking to lean into in the future? Very good question, Corin. Sustainability, ECG is really, really key. It's a journey for startups. It's really challenging. So first and foremost, getting the word out on Bean to Bar makes a big difference and the fair trade associated with that. There's so much more to do. All of our packaging, you know, we have recyclable cardboard. uh, We have some jars that are recyclable, but we want to move to what is the high ground? This is our actual vitamins that are coming to Canada. They're in the U.S. right now. What is the high ground to change the game in vitamins so that instead of taking, you know, a jar of vitamins, ours is a unique shape, but it's still a jar. We're looking at some options that are even more eco-friendly than jars. There's a whole bunch in the process from the farm to the air drying and uh, the fermentation and then all the way to the the plant. There's some opportunities there. It's still, you know, trucks and, and trailers. After that, we're already on boats. So I think that that's kind of a, you know, where a lot of uh, companies are looking to move to, you know, we don't want anything flying up in the air. So it really is the full spectrum. And then it's holding, you know, our partners accountable to having high ECG scores in their own enterprises. But coming back to the consumer, you know, if we can start little steps with education on bean to bar and why it's so much better from a sustainability perspective, that like is nearly 80% of the battle, but we will keep going with the last 20%. That's amazing. Oh, thank you for everything that you're doing. Where can people find Forex Better Chocolates and where can they follow you guys and connect with your team online? Well, the websites and the Instagrams and all of our handles are thebetterchocolates.com.ca, so The Better Chocolates. We don't have the four at the beginning of the name. We're in about 400 stores already in Canada, and we're rolling out uh, in a whole bunch more stores. Uh, We just are starting to be on Costco.ca. We're on well.ca, healthyplanet.ca. So online, uh, we're going to be on uh, amazon.ca and .com shortly. So more and more easy to get in some of those websites have, you know, 99% distribution to Canadian homes and in the U.S. And so but buying us from our website is the easiest, going to your neighborhood store and saying, hey, can you bring in these, you know, Forex Better Chocolates is certainly helping the small startup and that helps us. So we're in a bunch of Loblaws, we're rolling into some Sobeys, we're in a bunch of banners in Quebec. We're in all the natural health food banners, of course, Good With Me, Healthy Planet, Nature Source, all of the the phenomenal banners that are supporting us. So we're very, very pleased and grateful. That's awesome. Well, I just placed an order off well.ca for your product. Uh, Perfect. Tried Instacart, but uh, my Instacart driver texted me like, oh, it's all sold out. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, which store was it? It was a superstore, Canadian superstore. Oh, my goodness. Okay, okay. Good to know. Yes, we should be getting another PO on Monday for to, to refill that. Perfect. Oh, knock on the manager's door like, hey. Perfect. Thank you. thank you very much. That's fantastic. Well, thank you for all you're doing for the planet and for people and for making such a wonderful product. And uh, it is all really beautiful. And um, your energy and charisma is uh, it's uh, infectious. I think you're uh, a real charm. And uh, thank you for all you're doing. And thanks for the podcast and happy to be part of it and share the good word out there. Wonderful. Thank you, Susie. Thanks for listening. How fun was that? 
Susie really is an amazing entrepreneur and human, and it was so cool to hear how she's making the future brighter through food. The next time you're shopping online or at the grocery store, grab a box of 4X Better Chocolate and be sure to follow their journey on social. And now it's your turn. Do yourself a favor. Open a web browser. Head on over to aisle42podcast.com and enter our monthly draw for a $250 grocery gift card. And do the math. We're a new show, so I'd say your chances are really good here out of the gate. Okay, that's it. I'll see you in the future.